Most people struggle to respond when somebody asks the all too familiar question, what do you do? And because of that, they're missing out on marketing opportunities every day. My name is Kurt Stockwell, and as a StoryBrand certified guide with over 11 years of marketing experience, I've helped hundreds of businesses create marketing that actually works. You're listening to the One-Liner Workshop Podcast, and in every episode, you'll learn how to create a powerful one-liner that'll make people want to do business with you. Marissa Alla is an estate planning attorney and the owner of The Alla Firm. After experiencing the stress and family drama of settling her own grandparents' estate, Marissa decided to leave her longtime career as a litigator to start an estate planning firm. Now she helps others create plans for a smooth transition of wealth to their beneficiaries after their death. Although the Alla firm has a great tagline, which is planning to leave a legacy, Marissa still needs a way to clearly explain the problems that she solves and the success she helps others achieve. Today, we will help Marissa create a one-liner that makes it easy for clients to understand her core offerings, which will open the door for deeper conversations about her business. Let's get started. Hey, Marissa, thanks for coming on the one-liner workshop. Um, I'm excited to chat with you uh, about your business. So tell me a little bit about your company. And then eventually I want to kind of chat with you a little bit about where you're currently struggling when answering the question, what do you do? Both verbally answering the question, what do you do? And where do you think people might be getting stuck when they're experiencing your marketing material, when they're trying to understand the question, what do you do? So tell me about you and tell me about your company. Perfect. All right. Well, my name is Marissa Alla, as you know, and I am the owner and attorney with the Alla firm. And I am an estate planning attorney. So for the most part, my company focuses on helping people prepare for the worst, unfortunately. And we are writing things like wills, trust, powers of maturity, all of the documents that we might have. And the tagline that I've kind of come up with so far to describe it is planning to leave a legacy. So that's what we do for the most part. And then we also offer other services. And so this is why the one-liner doesn't always capture all the services we offer. But as a law firm, we also help people that are experiencing the death of a loved one and trying to figure out, what do I do now? How do I change assets over to the heirs and things like that? And then we also find ourselves doing a lot of business transactional work. So we sometimes form LLCs, we write contracts for people, and just generally we help business owners with everyday needs that kind of come up with their businesses. Okay. So everyday needs that come up with their businesses. If we put that into the answer to the question, what do you do? That's so general that, I mean, we might as well no not problem. even necessarily say right. that. <laughs> and that's where you can get really stuck when it comes to trying to find a clear answer to the question, what do you do? Is you feel like you have to pack in everything. But it sounds like at the Olive mm -hmm. Firm, majority of the work that you're doing is helping people who have experienced the death of a level and figure out what do I do now, right? Yeah. And that's like, what, 95% yeah. of what you do? Well, I would say actually about 50 or 60% of what I do is planning. So the estate planning is you're anticipating the death of yourself okay. and your, you know, a family member. Okay. That's about 50 or 60%. I would say about another 20% as somebody has now passed away 
and we're helping them through that process. When you're writing a will or a trust or powers of attorney, you're writing those documents so that you're leaving your loved ones in a better place when you pass away. Now, are, are you mostly working with people who are dealing with the death of a loved one or mostly working with people who are anticipating their own or... So it's about 50% where I'm working with people that are preparing for their own. And then there's like another smaller subset of people that call me when they've lost a loved one. So one of the reasons why I might prepare a will or I might prepare a trust is so that my kids can inherit assets from me in the most favorable way possible. And then after I die, then my kids or whoever's in charge of my estate at the time is probably going to have to work with a lawyer to facilitate that inheritance and take the plan that we have in place and implement it. Got it. Okay. So there's way more little nuances to what you do than what you've just explained in the last minutes or so. But all we need right now is just that 10,000 yeah. foot flyover of what you do to, to get this answer to the question, what do you do? Tell me that tagline again. Plan to leave a legacy. Okay. That's a great tagline. I love that. So you, you a little quick tip. I'm looking at your website right now. I'm going to talk to you about how to put the one-liner on your website. But I would add that, that tagline, plan to leave a legacy, right underneath your logo, right at the upper left corner of the website. So here's a little, and, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but here's a little bit of a tip on a great tagline, not working for the answer to the question, what do you do? So if somebody yeah. says, you know, they meet you somewhere and they say, hey, Marissa, nice to meet you. What do you do? Well, I help people plan to leave a legacy. And then you just kind of step back and kind of like, like let the person like try to figure out, okay, cool. What does that mean? You know, some of the times right. uh, people like, they love their tagline so much that, and I'm not saying you do this, but this happens often. We've been to networking right. events before where you ask the question, what do you do? Somebody lobs out this clever tagline and then kind of stands back like, are you impressed? And most people are like, no, I'm confused, you know? And so we I have never- no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah, no idea what that means. We never want to introduce confusion into an answer to the question, what do we do? We always want to introduce clarity. And sometimes when- People try to be clever. Clever is not clear, right? And I heard it said once that the only companies that can get away with being clever and still be clear are like Geico. They have millions and millions of advertising dollars that they can be unclear and clever over and over and over and over and over. And then finally you go, oh, I get it. That's an expensive strategy. The average small business owner doesn't have that kind of money or time to lead with clever because often clever is not clear. Let me ask you a, a little, okay. uh, a quick question about just kind of you and why you got into this. Um, I always like to kind of get the heart behind why businesses do what they do, because really in the solution part of a one-liner, we want to amplify what makes you unique. So let's kind of talk about how did you mm -hmm. even get into this role as a lawyer? Why this? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question because I was a construction litigation attorney for about 20 years and never would have thought that I would end up doing estate planning. Farthest thing 
proving my mind out of law school. But what essentially happened was I saw um, my own family kind of going through this process, starting with my grandfather who passed away first. So again, on the inheritance side, everybody's struggling to figure out what happens here. What do we do next? Nobody understood what to do. Then my grandmother at the time had severe Alzheimer's. She could not recall that my grandfather had even passed away. And unfortunately, at the time, they did not prepare powers of attorney for her. So for some reason, my grandfather had a will, but my grandmother did not. So when her spouse died, she's left as a single elderly adult. And we had to go through proceedings and have the court involved. And it just caused a significant amount of family strife to the point where my mom and a couple of her siblings still don't talk to this day. And this was, you know, maybe eight plus years ago. It just destroyed the family. Wow. So I started to become more aware of the actual importance of these legal documents and how they actually protect people. That would just kind of became more of my passion. And so I decided to leave my litigation practice and start my own firm and haven't looked back since. And that was about six and a half years ago. Wow. And I just, I love it. Yeah, that's a great story. I mean, we all have either heard stories or are very close to stories where family members stop speaking to each other because, you know, mom died, dad died, and everything gets super messy. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's absolutely true. Right. And I guide my clients in having the difficult conversations. I think that when my grandparents' generation, they didn't talk about this kind of stuff. They might hide their wills. Like I heard of stories of people hiding their wills in a freezer or, you know, just coffee can in the pantry. And they didn't actually talk about these things yeah. and talk with their family and kids about this is why I've made this particular decision. So I can help guide people through how to talk to their family members to explain what their choices are and why. For whoever's in charge of the estate, we can't remove all the difficulty. I mean, it's still hard when somebody dies, there's still a lot of work to do. But we can make it a lot easier on them with proper legal documents. So I think that is the the second part of the one-liner there. The solution is something like you guide families through the legal process so they can easily make the right decisions. And then yeah. let's let's start the let's start this answer to the question, what do you do with identifying the problem? So what we want to do is we want to identify a problem that your customer has. So then it, we're setting it up for you to talk about how you solve it. Now, what we want to do is we want to make sure that this problem is easy for anybody to understand and it's repeatable. One of the right. big things with this one-liner is whether it's verbally said at a networking event or whether it is something that's on your marketing material, it needs to be so easily consumed that somebody can turn around and repeat it. They don't have to say, yes. they don't have to say inheritance. They don't have to say to st say estate planning. They don't have to say all these words that like probate. I've heard that word. I don't know what that word means. But I don't know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you don't even have to put that in here because at, at the end of the day, if somebody's repeating the fact that you 
guide and make it easy. That's all you need. And then they're yeah. going to the olivefirm.com or they're picking up the phone and then you're having a more in-depth conversation. I love that. Okay, cool. Good. Yeah. We're on the right track. So would you say that most people are not adequately prepared legally for death? Yes. Typically, I'll tell people 80% of people don't have the necessary legal documents in place to protect their family, to protect their legacy, protect their, or, you know, I'm trying to think of good words too, but to help train their assets when they die. I mean, but it's really about protecting your family. It's hard enough when somebody dies. You're already dealing with the emotional struggle that comes along with that. But to add all the legal stuff that comes with that, it just adds such a burden. So you're removing this burden of the legal side of when somebody dies. I can't come up with the right words. Yeah. So 80% of people do not have the correct legal documents in place to protect their loved ones after death. I'll come back to that because I feel like there's a way to kind of tweak that that will make it a little bit more clear, but we'll come back to it. And then the solution right. is I guide families through the legal process so they can make the right decisions. So w tell me about the right decisions. What are the right decisions that need to be made? It can be anything from who's going to manage your assets or who's going to make medical decisions for you if you're incapacitated. Then upon death, it looks like who's actually your representative? Who's the one that you trust to distribute the assets to the correct people? So you really make, you really help and create a plan. And then the success that you mentioned is, so tell me about the success. So families are protected. Yeah, um, peace and tranquility kind of comes back in there. Okay. Right? So everyone understands what's happening. Oh, okay. People know who's going to be in charge. So family members are on the same page. Family members are mm -hmm. protected and yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Maybe we need to add a layer. Because, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of what we've done so far is talking about the death side of it. But, you know, a good chunk of why we do what we do is so that if you're incapacitated, you have someone that's going to provide care for you without going to court. And how often are you dealing with that scenario over like a death scenario? Well, every estate plan covers both scenarios. So when you're planning, you're addressing all outcomes because we have to look at every possibility. So in planning, we're trying to avoid those difficult battles of appointing someone to care for us. We're trying to decide in advance who would make decisions for us if we can't do that for ourselves. Sometimes when we have a product or a, an offering where let's say you have a lot of different products, you sell like six things, but, you, but the majority of your revenue is captured with really just one thing we want to kind of right. lead with one thing. Because if we try to also introduce all the other five things, it can start to muddy the message. If we just stayed with the death thing rather than the incapacitated thing, would that bring enough people mm -hmm. into the lexicon of your, of your conversation to go, additionally, you could be incapacitated and we deal with that too. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that for most people that come in for planning, 
are thinking about what happens if I die, not what happens if I'm incapacitated. Right. You can take this exercise of the one-liner and start to really make it muddy. But most people are coming to your door for one thing. And then when they're in the door, then you're going, and also we do this. The whole goal here is to have the next conversation. So I I always say that a really good one-liner makes somebody say, that's so interesting. Tell me more. Or make somebody go click and they click on the next thing, right? Okay. So this is what we got all put together. 80% of people do not have the correct legal documents in place to protect their loved ones after their death. I guide families through the legal process so they can create a plan to protect their inheritance. With the right plan, your wishes will be carried out and your loved ones will be protected and at peace. I like that. And of course, as we keep talking about this, of course, and I have to think of things. I don't only work with families. I work with single people too. So is it better to say I guide people or I guide clients through the legal process? I, I think you've got such a passion for families that I would stick with it because what you told me about okay. your story, you're really motivated to make sure families are protected. And I think that even though you could help the individuals, keeping the word families and loved ones in there makes it much more personal and the individuals will come out of the woodwork too. But, you know, I... If you had all of your clients were all people who had families and you got to do what you loved, getting everybody on the same page, getting everybody at peace. I think that if you had 100% of your clients that were those people, you'd probably be pretty happy, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I put the final version in the chat. So why don't you go ahead and read back to me what we came up with? And this is not the, the, the Ten Commandments. This is kind of like the Constitution. We want to not change it often, but you can, you can change it enough to make it roll off your tongue. So go ahead and just read back to me what we came up with and let me know if you feel like it's, it feels good. Okay. Absolutely. 80% of people do not have the correct legal documents in place to protect their loved ones after their death. I guide families through the legal process so that they can create a plan to protect their inheritance. With the right plan, your wishes will be carried out and your loved ones will be protected and at peace. What do you think? And yeah, I just have to make it sound more like it flows, like you said, yeah. right off the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now let's talk about where you would put this in your marketing and where you might use this once you kind of get, get it into your own rhythm of your own voice. Where would you use this first? Probably social media. I was thinking I could even record myself saying it. And then website, when I go to BNI meetings and whatnot. And so any networking thing, right? So right now I have a couple different networking things. So I'll just start by introducing myself this way. Another place that you could put this is in the signature line of your email. Oh, interesting. You could put this on a business card. The back of the business card has this statement and on the front is your contact information. I would put on your website, you've got that intro video that I see. I would put plan to leave a legacy underneath your logo or in your logo. And then you could open with this one liner just right at the top, right above that video. I love it. Yeah. Excellent. All right. I think it looks great. Good summary. Yeah. Fantastic. 
And really the thing that the big takeaway for you is remember that anytime you talk about what you do in your marketing, you always want to open with the problem and you want to mm -hmm. identify a problem that anybody can understand. And I think we did that today. You're not confusing anybody with, with the problem that you, that you solve. So, Hey, good job. Thank y'all. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow the one liner workshop, wherever you listen to podcasts and remember Businesses that succeed in today's marketplace invest in clarity and reject confusion. A great one-liner is just the first step in creating marketing that works. And if you're ready to take all your marketing to the next level, please visit welldressedwalrus.com and schedule a free consultation with me. If you'd like to learn more about StoryBrand and Donald Miller, the creator of the one-liner, check out the book, Building a Story Brand, wherever books are sold. I'll see you next time for the next episode of the One-Liner Workshop.